This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hello and welcome to episode 165 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. Happy Monday, everyone. We have a ton to get to today, guys. What a crazy day in the NFL yesterday. Uh, it, it was. There's a lot to unpack here, so we're going to get to it all. Uh, your high-level trends, as we always like to start off with here. Uh, chalk betters did have a pretty good day here. You had favorites, uh, week three favorites on Sunday yesterday go 8-6 and six against the spread. Uh, the story to me is overs, guys. Overs continue to cash at a ridiculous rate. They were 9-5 and five yesterday. And now if you look at overs throughout this season, they're now 29-18. That's a 62% over cash rate. you got to remember, the public loves betting overs. And, uh, and and how do you blame them? You know, when you're when you're betting on a game and you're and you're, you're getting down, sitting down to watch a game after a long day's work or uh, whatever you got going, you sit down. You want to root for a high-scoring game. It's much more fun to place a bet on an over, root for points, see back and forth, see action, see touchdowns. Uh, but you got to remember, because of this innate you know public bias toward betting overs, the odds makers know this. They know that the public is biased toward overs. So what they want to do is basically. Um, always bet an over, so therefore the odds makers are going to shade these numbers typically toward the over, making you, you know, let's say, okay, the true odds in this game are 47, but we know everyone wants to bet an over, so we're going to open it at 47.5 or 48 or 48.5, whatever it may be. They're going to juice up those those oversides as well. So, you know, we talk on the pod all the time how, you know, normally unders in a vacuum are the smarter bet. 
because you can go contrarian, <clears throat> you can take advantage of, of inflated or deflated lines, and you can bet against that public bias and place yourself on the side of the house. Now, with all that being said, we're seeing during this COVID year in the NFL, all of what I just said has been thrown out the window, and these games are flying over, guys. Now, I'll say it right off the bat. You know, overs are not going to win 62% this year. There's going to be a regression to the mean. The more public overs that hit, 62% through, um, you know, going into Monday night here to finish up three weeks. Uh, the odds makers, if they keep getting hit by overs, they're going to shade these lines up, and they're going to make these totals higher. We even saw it yesterday. It didn't matter. Crazy things. You saw a lot of these games, you know, Dallas and uh, the Seahawks, the total in the high 50s didn't matter. You know, they, they get close to 60 there. Uh, whatever that number may be, but um, there will be an aggression at some point, you know, regression to the mean because everything always comes back to average. And, um, you know, the odds makers are great and, and they're, they're always going to win. That's why the house always wins. Not only that they charge you the juice, but um, because, you know, the public is betting based on this bias and at some point it's going to bite them. With that being said, you know, it hasn't yet. And it's been a ridiculous start to overs. Now I mentioned this before in the pod, what I think this has to do with is, no fans in the stands. And this is becoming more and more solidified to me, in my opinion. Um, a couple people have brought it up to me. I kind of, and I remember week uh, week two, watching Tom Brady, and he's barking out signals saying, 52 is the mic, and uh, Rita, Rita. And he, you know, everything is, there's no crowd noise. So it's so much easier and advantage to the offense because the communication is so much better. Um, whereas, you know, when you're walking into, um, you know, the, the Mercedes-Benz Superdome and you got a million fans there and it's crazy and loud and everything, maybe that makes it a little harder for Aaron Rodgers and he doesn't uh, pick you apart, especially if you're on Saints minus three, unfortunately. Um, but to me, that's the deal. No no fans in the stands benefiting offenses. They can better communicate. De uh, the deafening roar of the crowd, you know, is not leading to any uh, false starts or miscommunications or anything like that. So, at some point, it's going to regress. I don't know when. I think we may be in for maybe a couple more weeks before that happens, but you're going to start to see these totals get higher and higher overall. So the biggest trend to me yesterday, takeaway, overs continuing to cash. Uh, now, let's talk about, because again, you know, again, welcome uh, to our Monday edition of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. So basically, just so you know, the, the kind of the menu, the betting buffet today, we're going to recap NFL Week 3. I told you about the overs. We got to go over all these individual plays because to me, um, the way I look at betting the NFL is it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And you have every week is its own little mini, um, you know, learning experience and, and things you can take from each week. So, um, what I always like to do is, you know, I'm looking at opening lines already for week four. I'm seeing some, some good spots here to take advantage of. I want to go over a system in particular that was two and zero yesterday that, um, I, I need to do a better job of highlighting because it dawned on me. Why haven't I been talking about this more? Um, so stay tuned for that. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, but just the way I look at the NFL is you always got to spend, you know, you spend all week breaking down the lines, breaking down the games, doing your handicapping, looking at data, um, looking at matchups, looking at injuries, everything you can. Uh, and then you make the smartest bet you can or you lay off and you hope you win. You hope you beat the closing line and you hope you do well. No matter if you do good or bad or tread water, um, the, the goal to me is after you put in all that work, you watch the games and the week's over, you always want to get into your Monday night game, obviously. But to me, today is a day of reflection, and that and that's key to me because I always want to go over the, the previous week. What did I miss? Did I let my bias get injected into anything? Um, which I would admit with the Titans. Shout out to anyone that took Vikings plus three. That was the play. Massive inflated number. Um, but, 
go over the past week. What do we get right? What do we get wrong? What can we learn from it? Because sports betting, guys, is a grind. you got to be mentally tough. Uh, I know last week a lot of those sharp MLB plays didn't cash. It was a tough week. Um, you know, I feel like we were stacking every single week, and, and last week was not catching a break. And you got to be able to, to go through those periods where um, maybe you're not doing as well as you want to or you're not uh, – luck isn't going your way. Those are the weeks that build your mental toughness. But to me, sports betting is a constant learning experience. You're constantly going to school. You're constantly um, trying to recognize situations and uh, limit mistakes you made and lean on things you did well at. So a lot of today we'll be recapping um, yesterday's games. We'll fly through that. We'll also talk huge Monday Night Football game. We got another Monday Night Football game tonight. Huge game. It's going to break uh, betting records to the, the two best teams in the NFL. We got the Chiefs and the Ravens. It's going to be fantastic. Um, I'm going to break down that game. We'll, we'll talk about some sharp action there. We're, we're walking a tightrope there with the hook, the three and a half. So how do you attack that? I'm also going to touch on teasers. Um, I, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I, it's funny. My evolution with teasers is I bet a lot of them when I was younger. I would never seem to win them. Uh, and then I was against them for a while, and I always tried to avoid them. Not as much as parlays, but avoid teasers. But I tell you what, I'm really enjoying the NFL two-team six-point teasers. Hit one yesterday. I got the Patriots minus six and a half down to minus a half point. Texans plus three and a half up to plus nine and a half. So I hit that teaser. Um, but I want to get into um, looking at teasers more, how to attack them. And really it was because the New York Post asked me to write this article about it. And I'm like, you know, why don't I do this more? You know, this is a great edge that we can take advantage of. So um, I think you do have a teasing opportunity on tonight's game. We'll hit on that. I uh, will also have a, uh, a look at the Stanley Cup game six tonight. Uh, we got the Dallas Stars and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay going for the jugular to win the cup tonight. Can Dallas stave off elimination? Uh, and don't you guys know it? Sound the alarm. Woo, woo. My guy, Andy McNeil, who has been killing it with his prop bets on these shots on goal. He's got another one for you tonight. So stick around and we'll hit on Andy McNeil, uh, who's crushing it. My favorite guy uh, betting hockey with a uh, player prop, uh, an over two and a half shots on goal. But you're going to have to stay tuned and figure out who it is. With that being said, thank you for tuning in on a Monday. Hope you had a fantastic weekend, guys. Uh, so many sweats yesterday. I want to go through them. Let's see what we can learn from yesterday, and then we will break down uh, tonight's Monday Night Football game. So running through all the games today, I'm just going to go kind of what I consider chronological order. Uh, Vegas Raiders and New England Patriots. Patriots 36-20. to um, At one point, that looked like Vegas was getting some sharp action. You know, the Patriots opened around minus 6.5. They got all the way to 5.5. I think we talked about buying low on the Patriots at five and a half. When you started to see it game day go back up to seven, that was a good sign there. So Patriots rolled in that one, uh, the overhit as well. But here's the the trend in the system that I want to talk to you guys about. Uh, I call it the, um, the the opponent short week edge. So basically, this is something that I always talk about, and I really want to say, okay, what's the updated numbers on that? Because you can anecdotally think something caches, but it may not actually be what you think it is. So I dialed this up in a database I use called BetLab Sports. And what I looked at is teams that are um, regular rests, so seven days between games, versus teams that are on a short rest, so six days between games. So this matched on the Patriots. It also matched on the Packers. Think of a, a team who played last Sunday against a team uh, who played Monday night, that sort of thing. So what does this tell you? Uh, since 2005, this rest advantage, which qualified with the Patriots, uh, it's 248 and 204 against the spread, 54.9%. Um, it's got a good amount of money. One $100 guy will be up around 32 units. 
so not too shabby, uh, and it's pretty consistent year to year. So just as we look ahead here for the next upcoming um, games that match, and again, this is a system that has a good theory. You're on a short week, especially if you got to travel versus a team that uh, has extra time to rest and prepare and game plan. 55% uh, almost. And the two matches this week, this week would be Washington because they're going to play the Ravens. Uh, I don't know if the rest will help them at all. But the Patriots are really interesting. The Patriots will be on regular rest. The Chiefs will be coming off that Monday night. So those are two – that's one system in two matches – and remember that short rest can can definitely, uh, or the the rest versus kind of tired sort of thing on a short week benefits that rested team like the Patriots, uh, as well as um, unfortunately the Packers last night. Uh, keep on cruising the Rams Buffalo. What a game in that one! Buffalo did come through for the wise guys. Um, that was uh, an early Rams play where they were three down to two, and uh, and I like Buffalo. I bought long Buffalo. I got minus two and a half just in terms of. You know, they're a little contrarian on the overhype of the Rams. Uh, and Buffalo had a huge lead, almost blew it, came back, scored a touchdown late. Josh Allen, 35-32, covering that number. Again, another overhit. To me, that's the importance of buying low in a team in that spot. So uh, it shouldn't even have been that close. Houston-Pittsburgh, this one annoyed me. I loved Houston. Houston was one of my favorite plays of the week. Um, Pittsburgh opened at minus 6, got down to minus 4. Classic sharp reverse line move public on Pitt, yet line fell to Houston. And Houston was that 0-2 team, 0-2 straight up, and ATS uh, value play in week three. They lost by seven. So that one annoyed me. Um, did get them in the teaser, like I mentioned with the Patriots. And again, teasers, I think, are going to be something we lean on a lot. Uh, another rough one was the G-Men. Like the G-Men a lot. I had them. Um, I got them at a pretty decent number, uh, plus four. They closed at uh, plus three. More and more smart money came in on the G-Men. Um, San Fran was banged up. Everyone was out. San Fran rolled 36 to nine. So, uh, obviously a rough one there. If you were with me on the G men, good move. Didn't matter. Daniel Jones is dead to me and is terrible. Um, uh, but the whole team is pretty bad too. Tennessee, Minnesota, um, Tennessee, if you had money line them, you, you cash that bet. Uh, but I will say, um, I lean too much on Tennessee. I didn't give enough respect to Minnesota. Uh, I want to thank everyone who did join us on the Lombardi line this weekend. Cause Patrick Myers like, which one are you going here? You got to take Minnesota. I'm like, yeah, but Tennessee, man, they got the line move, and uh, I can get off the key number three, the minus two and a half, and Minnesota wouldn't you know it. Uh, almost won that game, uh, lost by one, covered that number. So uh, they were super contrarian. I should have been more bullish on Minnesota. Uh, Washington uh, lost that one. That one let me down. Lost by 14, got the plus seven. I didn't like how the juice on the seven went up to around minus 115, minus 120 on game day. Um, even saw some books inch closer to seven and a half. They were contrarian, um, was pretty much a line freeze all week. Then that late move scared me. They lost by 14, so didn't get that one. Uh, did, however, get Cincinnati Bengals. Wouldn't you know it, guys? A tie. They still do ties in the NFL? Jesus. Uh, but, yeah, 23-23 tie. But the Bengals were very sharp. They opened uh, getting, I'll say, 6.5. Um, got all the way down to 4 at one point. You saw in game day a little bit of buyback on Philly up to 5.5. And, um, and I was able to get Cincy. Um, at five, and they were able to cover the number. So I don't know if anyone else bought low on Cincy, but that was a nice cover there. Um, and that was one of the the rare unders that hit. Um, landed on uh, 46 points. If you got the under 47, you cash that one. Chicago, Atlanta. Where are my Chicago Bears backers at? That was a, that was a huge hit. If you took Chicago, to me that was just a massive contrarian play. And it was at three pretty much all week. Kind of went to three and a half. But game day, it fell to two and a half. Maybe it was Julio Jones, but. Only getting a quarter of bets, and Chicago fell from three to two and a half. I jumped on a book still hanging Chicago at three. Atlanta, again, uh, just 
Of course, this is their MO now, blowing leads. It's tough, man. I actually feel bad for Dan Quinn, and I feel bad if you're an Atlanta fan. I mean, my Patriots 28-3. to What happened with the Cowboys last week? Like, if they keep the guy around, you're just killing the guy. Like, you know, I don't know. It's tough. Um, but Atlanta, man, uh, whew, they keep doing this. But they got they were the most, one of the most lopsided games of the week, getting like three out of four bets. And um, you saw that, that late move three down to two and a half towards Chicago. So that really sold me uh, on Chicago. And if you got Chicago on the money line, even nice hit. Uh, but even if you cashed a three, good job with Chicago. Jets and Indy, the Jets are god-awful. God damn it. I didn't bet them, but I did say if I was going to bet it, uh, I would take the 11.5. They open at like 9. Uh, man, these lines are going to get outrageous with the New York Jets this year. And I, I, it, it may be that they're just that bad. I don't know how. The odds makers, I want to see how they handle the Jets. Do you just keep jacking up these numbers uh, and just beg betters to grab them? But they uh, they were contrarian. Uh, majority bets are on Indy. Indy had that huge move again, 9 to 11.5. Uh, rolled in that one and you know easily covered one by, what, 29. Uh, Carolina Chargers, great hit with Carolina. Was able to cash that one. Uh, Carolina matched that 0-2 system. And also, I love that line movement there. The Chargers opened minus 7, fell to minus 6. They were 7 to 6.5 most of the week. And then again, guys, game day moves. They're so, so important. That they, Why are they important? Because that's when the limits are raised, the limits are highest. That's when the big moves come in, especially right before kickoff. Um, and again, I talk about the Patriots too. When they moved to 7, that was a sign as well. But the Chargers... Um, Seven to six and a half, then down to six. And you saw Carolina win uh, 21-16. So uh, that was a great hit there. I actually did get the under if anyone was able to cash that under as well. Uh, but Carolina was super contrarian, only about a third of bets. Uh, where are my Detroit Lions backers at? The grossest play maybe of the season, cashes. Matt Patricia, the Detroit Lions, the DeAndre Swift don't catch it in the end zone. The agony of being a Lions fan, and they came up huge yesterday, the Detroit Lions. They won 26-23 at Arizona. They matched the 0-2 system. Uh, they opened, I'd say, 6.5. Um, so it's weird. Some books open like, yeah, I'd say 6.5. Some are 5.5, 5. Either way, 6 down to 5. 6.5 down to 5. Uh, only a quarter of bets on Detroit. You had a super sharp reverse line move. And that's the kind of example of a play where um, – you know, the grosser that it looks, the more you like it. Because why is the money moving to Detroit if everyone's betting Arizona? Uh, and wouldn't you know it? Follow, follow the smart money. Uh, and also, you know, I've been talking to some people on Twitter, and there's, you know, anytime a sharp play loses, um, I get a lot of shit. And they're like, uh, you know, sharp play, the sharps are terrible. The awful day for the sharps. Like, I get it. But you got to remember, you're playing a long game following sharp action. I, I say this to a lot of people, and I don't think it's it's the fault of new betters. You hear sharp and you hear wise guy and, and you think these, you know, the professional betters are going to win 80% of the time, 90% of the time, 75% of the time. That's not the case, guys. We all know. We've, we've been grinding in sports betting for long enough to know that sports betting is hard. That's what makes winning days and, and, and being in the green so um, rewarding is that this is a tough business, guys. Everything is stacked against you from paying the juice to getting the right number um, then just the quality of, you know, of luck or unluck is there to play. I don't think it's the only factor, but it is there. Um, but you got to remember, Sharps are going to win 55 out of 100 games. They're going to win 56, 57 out of 100 games, 54 out of 100 games. This means they're going to lose, you know, 45 out of 100. They're going to lose 
you know, they're going to lose. They're going to win more often than they lose. But 55% is a sharp better. You're turning a profit. You're beating the juice. You're making money. And remember, you can take any day. Sharps can have a bad day, a bad game. They can have a bad week. Um, I've never really seen Sharps have a bad month. But, again, it's all about playing the long term. And, and that's really the key. And you got to be mentally tough and you got to stick with it because, um, you know, if you look at Detroit and say, yeah, line moved in their favor, six to five, six and a half to five, but Detroit's terrible and, man, Kyler Murray's great and they're at home, I'm laying that number with Arizona. That's the type of play where, no, you got to follow the smart money. Even if it loses, that is the right call there. So uh, just, just, a, just wanted to get that off my chest a little bit. That's all. Uh, Tampa Bay, Denver, that being said, uh, I did take Denver plus six, and that was uh, just a, just a ridiculous. It's like watching your girlfriend make out with some new guy. Uh, that's how I, I liken Tom Brady uh, throwing touchdown passes and and beating my Denver plus six bet. They won by eighteen, so they rolled in that one. Uh, luckily, got the under in that one. It fell forty three and a half down to forty two and a half. But um, the you know Denver was your top contrarian play of the day, only getting about uh, two out of ten bets and uh, key number plus six. Uh, unfortunately, couldn't get that one. Uh, Dallas Seattle. I was kind of back and forth the whole week there. I leaned Dallas. I laid off that game. It's a tough beat. I mean, that was a 50-50 game, and I think Dallas put the points probably still, uh, regardless of the outcome, was was the play I would have made. Uh, but Seattle rolled. They ended up winning by seven. They, they covered that number. Line did move a little bit in their favor. I'm seeing some openers that were like four up to five and a half, uh, three and a half up to five and a half. And then these overs, guys. The over was 55 and a half. It got up to 57 and a half. Ridiculous. And the over hit anyway. Uh, and then Green Bay, New Orleans. Um, you know, I was I was kind of even the whole day. And uh, New Orleans' last last play could have could have really cashed it. Um, was able to get the over there. But New Orleans, man, they were super contrarian. They were three and a half down to three, but then they're juiced up back minus three, minus one twenty. And, and I really like New Orleans there, minus three, and um, they just, you know, they lost by seven. So uh, what I will use as a teachable moment is Green Bay. Should have played up more. Even though they're the public side, line did move a little bit in their favor, three and a half to three. And what did we talk about a second ago with that rest versus tired advantage? Um, really, really important because, as we mentioned, um, that was a short week off a loss. And I did like the spot bounce back for Saints at home, but – um, that was Saints on a short week, Green Bay rested. And what do we know? That opponent short week system, 54.9% ATS, cash both the Patriots and, uh, and the Green Bay Packers yesterday. So overall, how'd you guys do? Um, let me know. Uh, shoot me a DM on Twitter. You can always email me, josh at vison.com. Uh, did you cash any teasers? Uh, it's, it's funny cause I'm now like, uh, I'm all on the teaser train cause I think it's, now, now we can kind of teach a system, and that, that article I wrote really got me on the right track here. So uh, advantage uh, advantage to some two-teamers. We'll talk about it tonight. We'll take a very short break, guys, after wrapping up and hopefully learning a few things and um, you know leaning on what we did well and, and knowing what we have to work on if we lose a play. Uh, after that quick recap, we are now going to take a very short break, and when we get back, we're going to talk Monday Night Football. Who you got? You got Ravens. You got Chiefs. The number's right up to three and a half. What do you do? Um, and I do have a teaser opportunity, believe it or not. So stay tuned on a Monday. Stick with us. We'll be right back on the Monday edition of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, Josh Apple. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy... Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander, With three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. All right, guys, thank you for sticking with us on a Monday. We're back at it. A new week begins. I'm super excited. We have uh, playoff baseball tomorrow. Uh, Shout out to, unfortunately, my season is over with my Boston Celtics, but we have NBA playoffs, uh, NBA finals coming up on Wednesday. A lot going on here. Get ready for playoff baseball, dust off a lot of systems here. Uh, Houston, Minnesota. Chicago White Sox, Oakland, Toronto, Tampa Bay, Yankees, Cleveland. That's all going to get going here on Wednesday. They're sorry, uh, tomorrow on Tuesday. So uh, get ready. It's going to get busy, and I'm loving it. And, uh, of course, we'll get ready with uh, looking at these next week here with NFL lines. Remember, too, I forgot to mention it, but um, follow us on Twitter, at Live and at Josh underscore Insights. Sign up for the free newsletter, VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Get my uh, insights and all the other great columns to your inbox every morning. And remember, at VEASAN, we have a fantastic membership, all, our all-access subscription. And that all-access subscription is going to get you everything, every point spread weekly, every betting guide, uh, the afternoon best bet emails from all the guests and hosts. 
exclusive content, insider analysis, everything. Uh, so we have a seven-day trial, and we'd love to have you become a, a monthly or yearly member. Even better, go to vison.com slash subscribe. So let's talk about our Monday Night Football game because we got another opportunity to make some money today. Uh, and it's kind of a quiet day, and I'm going to be laser-focused on Monday Night Football and the Stanley Cup Finals tonight. So KC uh, Baltimore, great matchup. What can you say about it? Couldn't have asked for a better Monday Night Football matchup. Both Super Bowl favorites here, uh, both undefeated. Look prime for a championship run. The Chiefs are 2-0 straight up, 1-1 against the spread. Um, coming off a tough, hard-fought win, 23-20 over the Chargers. that didn't cover the 9, though. Uh, Ravens look unstoppable, 2-0 straight up, 2-0 against the spread. Um, they just crushed the Browns, 38-6, uh, and then dominated the Texans, 33-16 last week. Um, what's interesting to me, so right off the bat, where did this line open and how did it move? This has been a sharp play toward Baltimore. You have a little more than half the tickets, a little less than two-thirds of tickets on KC. And I can't blame the public because how do you not grab Patrick Mahomes and the points? What worries me a little bit is this game is very similar to the Saints game last night. So to me, Baltimore is the sharp play. Uh, Baltimore opened at minus two and a half uh, or minus three, depending on the sportsbook that you looked at. Uh, it got immediately hit up to minus three, and it's even at three and a half now. And you're right on the edge of the three and a half. So... Um, even though majority bets are on KC, lines moving to Baltimore. If you want to bet Baltimore, Baltimore is the sharp play. Um, now we're walking the tightrope around the key number in the hook. If you like Baltimore, to me, you had to have gotten Baltimore at minus three. I am not laying a minus three and a half with Baltimore. Um, all the sharp action I saw that came in was immediately any book that opened minus two and a half and some books at minus three to push it up to three and a half. However, a lot of these books at three and a half are now juicing up the KC plus three and a half to minus 115 tells me it's probably going to fall back down to three. So at this point, if you like Baltimore, I'd wait and you got to get the minus three. Uh, if you tell me you like KC, I think you got to jump on the hook with the three and a half. Um, that's very critical here. Uh, you know, looking at um, a couple other factors here, uh, the referees. So we look at John Hussey, lead ref tonight. Uh, he's pretty good to the home team, 56.4% uh, ATS to the home teams that would benefit Baltimore. The total has risen. To me, this is uh, kind of that chalky over that continues to cash here, 52 up to 54.5. Uh, this is an extremely lopsided over where you have almost 8 out of 10 bets back in the over, and it's risen. Now, long story short, um, I do lean over here. Uh, you have two high-powered offenses. Overs have been um, really, really good so far to start this year. And I also have a system, the over after both teams went under the previous game. It's 2-0 this year. It's 62% historically. Um, so you have that overtrend, you have um, uh, the line rising telling you, again, it's not just uh, it's not just pro money, um, it's not just public money hitting that over, it's also some pro money. Uh, I did see some books that got up to 55 that had some buyback, uh, hit the under 55. Again, I worry taking these high totals, but I still lean over um, based on that movement and based on that, that system I had after two teams go, uh, go under here. Um, what I'm looking at, though, is a teaser opportunity. So let me throw this at you guys. So a gun to the head, um, you know, I, I, I do see this still, still the sharp action on the minus three with Baltimore. Um, the three and a half is intriguing with me, Casey and the hook. But what I'm looking at is uh, is a teaser opportunity. So if your book allows you to tease, uh, remember, I wrote this article. I talked about it in Lombardi line and in, um, in the Visa newsletter, visa.com slash newsletter. Sign up for free and tell a friend, please. Um, but the two-team six-point teaser, uh, or a, a one-game uh, 
two side and total opportunity teaser. And you're getting around minus 110. Shop for the best line. I've, I've seen some numbers that are way too high, like a minus 130 uh, on a, on a two-teamer. That is ridiculous to me. Um, but here's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at teasing the Chiefs up uh, from plus 3.5 up to plus 9.5. And, and I'm looking at teasing the over down from 54.5 to 48.5. So basically what you're doing here is you're getting the Chiefs plus 9.5 and, and you're getting the over 48.5. Um, that uh, that's a teaser that, that, I, that I put in and I'm, and I'm, I'm looking at tonight. I also want to give a shout out uh, to my guy on Twitter. Um, i got to find his handle, man. What was his handle? He sent me a great uh, big league bets. He said he loves the pod. He's been hitting NFL teasers uh, this season a ton. One of his tricks is to tease single games in order to reduce your risk. Uh, and he's right there with me. Take the spread in total. For one game plus six, if your book allows Chiefs plus uh, plus nine. To me, the key here with the, with the teaser too is you want to get the nine and a half. So look for a book three and a half up to nine and a half. Um, that way, if it lands on nine, uh, Ravens win by nine. You don't want that push to. A lot of times, a push will uh, will blow out your teaser there. So uh, I'm looking at a book at three and a half, tease it up to nine and a half, and the over tease it down to forty and a half. That's what I'm looking at tonight. But um. Again, uh, Baltimore is sharp, kind of a fade the trendy dog contrarian. You got to give him a three if you like him. Um, but that opportunity to uh, get that over 48 and a half and plus nine and a half Chiefs, uh, that's what I am rolling with tonight. Uh, let's flip it over to NHL real quick. So we're looking at game six of the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, you got a lot of injuries here uh, to um, to the Dallas Stars. So I, my buddy Andy McNeil uh, did a great job here, but. Um, you know, he, he's got a, 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 a prop bet for you. We're going to go over in one second, but looking at everyone who's out for the stars tonight, um, Rope Hints, Blake Como, Radic Foxa, uh, Sakara, uh, may, maybe out as well. Sakara and Cuomo are big on, on the PK. Um, Hints is a good two way player as well. It's a lot of injuries here to Dallas. Um, the line has pretty much stayed toward, it's fallen a little bit actually, um, toward Dallas. So minus 165, Tampa down to minus 160-ish. Um, I think it may fall a little bit further. So, um, you know, it does look like a little bit of Dallas money hitting it tonight. Um, the under is intriguing to me. I've seen a lot of smart money. Any books that were five and a half got down to five. And even some of these fives are taking in some smart money. So this could be a low-scoring game. You get to game six, game seven. Typically, there's these tighter games. Both teams are, um, are just, you know, absolutely, you know, just super tired and, uh, the long grind of a Stanley Cup playoffs, it's now coming down to it here. So maybe you get a lower scoring game. So I lean under a little bit. Um, I did place that Tampa Bay minus 200 bet to win the series um, when uh, early in the series when Andy recommended it. So I think I'm probably just going to sit on that. Um, the under is intriguing to me. But I would say if you're betting one prop tonight, and I, I don't want to jinx it, I think my guy Andy McNeil on the props he's recommended to us, I want to say he's 4-0. Oh, um, and this would be the next one here. Our boy. Your favorite hockey player, your favorite person in the world, Andre Palat. You spell his name O-N-D-R-E-J, Palat, P-A-L-A-T. So Andre Palat, that is our guy. Um, over two and a half shots on goal. He's cashed this many times for us, uh, hoping he does it again here. Can he get us three shots on goal? It's minus 125 at DraftKings. And what you like about Palat, uh, he's one of their leading scorers in the playoffs. He actually may be their leading scorer. Um, I remember he killed the Bruins when uh, when the Bees were playing the Lightning. But he's gone three shots on goal or more in 15 of 24 playoff games. Um, and also, uh, he's on the top line with Braden Point and Kucherov. So they get a lot of attention. He can kind of 
play that third man that you know uh, gets open shot opportunities. So over two and a half, Andre Palat. Uh, that's what we're uh, that's what we're looking at tonight. Uh, and if we continue to win, um, all I ask of you, give Andy a follow on tw- on Twitter. Uh, let's get his follows up. Uh, he's a great guy, and uh, you know we talk about. What I love is that, you know, I, I know a lot of people at VSIN and just through the industry that I know, and I love having certain guys or girls in specific sports that I can lean on, that I know that that's their specialty, and, and they always shoot straight with me, and, and they do great. So when it comes to hockey and NHL, Andy is that guy. Uh, he's on Twitter, at Sprots Gambler. It's at S-P-R-O-T-S-G-A-M-B-L-O-R. So if he's cashed any plays or uh, you cashed tonight, hopefully on plot over two and a half. Give Andy a follow uh, and tell him you appreciate it. Uh, that's about it, guys. Another day, another dollar. Um, the excitement of an NFL Sunday. Another week in the books here, week three, turning the page to week four. Uh, let's see if we can get another Monday Night Football hit here. If you're riding uh, my teaser with me, Chiefs 9.5 and, and over 48.5, let's roll. If you uh, if you identified Baltimore early, 2.5 for 3, uh, let's cash as well. If you got Casey in the hook. Again, to me, it's, it's a clear, sharp play to Baltimore, but it's starting to uh, – the hook there makes it a little bit different cap here, in my opinion. Um, and then that over, overs have cash at a high rate, so keep an eye on that. I think Baltimore, I think Omar Jackson against that Chiefs uh, D, I think you're going to get some points tonight both ways. Uh, that's about it, guys. Stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Go Andre Palat. Bet against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house. When you walk into the bar and everyone's rooting for the Arizona Cardinals, you can just smile, drink your adult beverage, and say, uh, yeah, I got Detroit. Uh, sharp reverse line move contrarian play um but always uh always keep grinding guys that's the name of the game have multiple outs shop for the best number uh and stay mentally tough that's what bill belichick taught me uh, that will take you a long way in the crazy world of, of sports betting uh but have a fantastic monday i'll be on the lombardi line then i got to work uh, on all my caps up, upcoming this weekend so we got a lot going on uh my girlfriend's birthday is tomorrow so i got some some things i got to do to get ready for it uh, got a lot going on here, but, uh, we're going to hopefully catch some plays tonight. So thank you for all the support. Thank you for tuning in. Remember if you enjoy the pod, uh, if walking through, um, you know, how to identify sharp action, go contrarian shop for the best line. Um, you know, how to identify smart movement, how to place a bet in person, how to manage your bankroll, how to correctly tease and smartly tease. Uh, and you want to learn more about sports betting Buy my book. I got a book that's got everything I ever learned. I took it out of my brain and put it into the book. About a decade in the industry, working uh, within the the space of uh, sports analytics and data driven, uh, value driven betting. So my book is called The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. If you want to buy it, it's available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Would mean a lot to me if you bought it or told a friend. Uh, but thank you guys. Have a great day. Good luck. Uh, I'll see you at the window. And if you show me that that Detroit Lions ticket, uh, or if you show me any of your 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 player props on Andre Palat. Or, uh, or if you show me that, that, that Patriots-Texans teaser you cashed on, uh, show it my way, and, and first beer's on me. Have an excellent Monday, guys. I will see you tomorrow. Good luck, and I'll see you at the window. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy... Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.